I'm Brady Jr. and I'm an alcoholic. Some of you know me and some of you heard me and some of you don't and some of you haven't. Uh, I've been outside talking to a duck this morning. Uh, they think the duck answered me. That's the funny thing about it. That duck sitting out front. And I walked up and said, how you doing, duck? And he said, he sat there and, you know, answered me. Uh, we don't get completely sane in a very short time. I want you to know that. It takes a long time for sanity to come back. What we're going to talk about this morning is a topic that's probably not too popular with people like you and I, and that is uh, a concept called surrender. We're going to deal this morning with surrender of self-will. We're going to try to understand what self-will is. We're going to try to understand how it uh, comes into being and the necessity of letting go of it in order to recover from alcoholism. I want to review with you, as we always do out here, first, the nature of the disease of alcoholism. We believe that alcohol is a threefold illness. The physical part of the illness is that we are, in simplistic terms, allergic to alcohol. Our bodies do not burn off alcohol like other people's bodies do, the so-called normal person. This part of our disease is incurable, and if we pursue without treatment drinking alcoholic um, uh, beverages, we will die or go completely insane. It is a part of us that is there and will always be there. There is no known cure for this physical allergy to alcohol. Every time we drink, it seems that the phenomenon of craving sets up in us, or we want more, and more, and more, and more. I know all of you have had the experience. You take one drink, and you're off to the races. The second part of the disease is mental. And this is what we call an obsession. And the obsession drives the alcoholic to drink time and time again. And as I've said to you before, and I'll say to you again, the obsession often is not an overpowering kind of thing. I like to call it the little monkey that jumps up on my shoulder and tells me time and again a lie. And that lie being this, this time it's going to be different. This time, if you just handle it right, you're going to be able to drink like everybody else. Now, I believe this lie. For years, I believe this lie. In spite of all that had happened to me, all the jails, hospitals, psycho wards, religious homes for alcoholics, treatment facilities of all kinds that I had been in, in spite of the fact uh, that I was never supposed to drive an automobile again because I drove drunken uh, too many times, in spite of the fact that I was uh, under sentence to go to the chain gang if I was caught drinking, the monkey would pop up to me and he would say, this time it's going to be different. This time, if you just handled it right, you're going to be able to drink like everybody else. Alcoholics, I think, believe this lie. Part of our disease is that we have developed the ability somewhere along the line to lie effectively to ourselves. So there's a physical part of the illness which condemns us to die or go completely insane if we drink, and there's a mental part of the illness that keeps us doing it over and over and over. But what we're going to deal with specifically this morning is the spiritual part of the illness. 
And when I'm talking about spiritual, I don't know about other people. I'm not talking about ethereal, heavenly things. I'm talking about pragmatic, inside kinds of things. Spirit has to do with my relationship with you, my relationship with myself, and my relationship with whatever higher power that I believe in. It's just that simple. There's no theology involved, really. There's no particular conception of a higher power that you have to adopt, really. All of this is left up to you. All that we know from our experience, and these are not theories, from our experience, is that there is a spiritual part of this disease. We call it the spiritual malady. In the book that you've been given out here entitled Alcoholics Anonymous, you'll find something like the following words. We have been physically and mentally ill, but we have been spiritually sick also. And then, something I would like you to remember this morning more than anything else. These words. It says, once the spiritual malady is 